here we are, episode one. Welcome and thanks for joining. I'm Julie Bacon, aka The Q Coach, and thanks for listening. I am a performance mindset coach for dog handlers. What is that even? Um, It means I help handlers with their mental game so that they, we all, can perform at our best when we walk into the ring. Because what I find is that handlers spend a ton of time training their dogs and even in learning handler skills themselves, uh, whether that's, it doesn't matter what ring it is, confirmation to agility, everything in between. However, these very same dedicated handlers don't invest in their own mental skills. And as a result, they get frustrated because in competition, they aren't meeting their own expectations. Now, I could go down a rabbit hole about expectations, oh my, and I totally will in a different episode um, because it's huge. Like our expectations and what we hold out there, it's huge. Anyway, but I won't. What I'm going to focus on right now is, um, is that I really feel like we all need to invest in our mental conditioning just like we give time, money, and attention to every other aspect of competing with our dogs. Okay? To me, it's the missing piece. It's the thing that separates elite handlers from the rest of the pack. Um, So much of sport is mental, from what we believe, to our ability to focus, to getting into that elusive zone that athletes talk about. And if you watch people at really big events, like national competitions or something, there's there's like a steeliness, you know, that, that's kind of my only word for it, uh, for some of those like really great handlers who you can tell they've blocked everything else out. It's all about their performance as they step to the line. And they worked at that. You know what I mean? That, that didn't just like, you know, yes, did it come easier to some people than others? Of course, just like everything. But it is learnable. It is a skill. It is something that I believe we can all get better at. Okay, so with that in mind, I've kind of decided it's my mission to help my fellow handlers (laughs) achieve their goals by strengthening their mental game. So I became interested in the mental game or let's call it sports psychology when I rode hunter jumpers as a junior rider. I was super competitive, nationally ranked, traveled all the places. Um, I didn't necessarily have the best horses, but I was able to do a whole bunch with the ones that I had. And back then, as a kid, I mean, we're talking like 15, 16, 17 years old, I didn't have the language for it. I just saw in the successful riders um, a level of focus and that steeliness I just mentioned. Um, They had that little something, something that other riders just didn't have. And they won more as a result. They were able to walk into the ring and lay lay down the trip time and time again. Um, And when they made a mistake, they handled it differently right? Um, It was just a point in time. It wasn't life over, (laughs) you know? Um, So I really watched that. And um, those bad rounds didn't ruin their day. They just like learned from it and moved on. And during that same time, I noticed that Olympic level athletes, because remember when the Olympics were like life stopped for you to watch the Olympics, like for those two weeks, summer and winter. And no matter what the sport, Olympic level athletes were really starting to talk about and verbalize um, how they used visualization and how they prepared mentally. And you would see, you know, skiers kind of like at the top of the run, sort of like, you know, 
it looked like they were weaving, you know, or like uh, going back and forth shoulder to shoulder, but they were like visualizing their whole run, right? And so there was more focus on it then, or at least people were starting to talk about it then. And so I felt like I had tapped into this little like secret thing that the super elite somehow had access to, but maybe I didn't. So I didn't know, like, how do you get such a thing? Like, how does one get better at that? Like, how does it work? Right? So that was the beginning of my obsession, basically. And ever since, I've been obsessed. So we fast forward a few decades, and I get into dogs, right? My novice all... Ugh, talking too fast, which is going to happen, by the way, in this pod, on these podcasts, because my brain just totally gets ahead of my mouth. Um, but my novice A dog was an energetic Bernese mountain dog who needed, quote, training, right? Like, I didn't know what that looked like, but I lucked into a place that was training dogs and handlers for competition in obedience and agility. I didn't even know, like, what these competitions were. Um, I just knew that I'd lucked into going to this place. And because, I guess, it really reminded me of working with horses as a kid. I was in the deep end, both feet, didn't even look before jumping. I was all about it. So of course, right now there's no shortage of seminars and online instruction, plus local instructors, and they're all doing amazing things with handling skills, right? They all can teach you the latest, the bestest, the greatest. Um, everybody's coming out with new philosophies and the sharing's getting so much better. And, you know, you can really, you can really learn. Like if there's, if there's something you want to learn, you can lean in and dive into some, some venue. You now have access to it. So that's amazing. And yet for all of this wonderful stuff that's out there, um, still, very few people are talking about how we as handlers prepare mentally for our dog sports. And, you know, since this has been an obsession since I was a kid, well, the Q coach was born. Um, and about five years ago, this is about, this is my five-year anniversary, if you are listening to podcast one, um, you are listening at my five-year anniversary month. And I started out doing one-on-one -on -one coaching, worked, working mostly with people who I already knew and who knew my successes with my, quote, non-traditional breed. And almost immediately, I knew I wanted to reach reach more people. And so I created my first online course. And that first course was, was called Dream and Scheme because you dreamed it and then you created a scheme to achieve it, right? And that first course laid the foundation for my goal setting methodology and my step-by-step -step approach to putting a plan together to achieve our goals. I promise in these podcasts there'll be lots dedicated to that material, um, but also you can join a Facebook group where I talk about um, goals and achieving goals, and I've put that link in the show notes for you. Um, okay, so anyway, back to how it all began. So I started with this goal setting um, concept because it seems that everybody around me had this like basically Santa's list, right, of titles that they wanted to achieve, but not really a real plan or like milestones um, to get there. And like they wanted a mock or they wanted, um, you know, a CDX or, but they couldn't really say like what they were going to do between today and that champagne popping moment, right? So I created a structure because I felt like it needed a structure and I felt like with just a little bit of kind of to do's and some few habits that it really would help. 
So that beginning, of course, spun off lots more content and courses and a blog and self-paced classes and a number of master classes that I do. And one of which is now running through Clean Runs Learning Center, which, by the way, I'm super proud to be part of that. And it's been amazing. And it's all gaining momentum, which I'm really excited by because people are now starting to lean into mental coaching and realize that there's not any like weakness or stigma that in fact it's like secret sauce right it's like you're doing all this other training for you and your dog in terms of skills like why not do the mental prep too right why not um so it's taken a little while but um people are realizing that sometimes we as handlers we get in our own way right um you know there's that adage it's always the handler's fault and sometimes that's a skill or a mistake that we make in the ring but sometimes it's just a mental error as well so we, this is what I, this is where I come in. This is like my thing. This is what I'm obsessed about. So this podcast is going to tackle like a whole bunch of aspects of our mindset and ways that we can improve in order to see better results in the ring. And in spe- speaking of rings, like I play in a lot of different venues. So I'm going to share examples from all over the place. I run agility. I have confirmation dogs um, that I do sometimes handle myself. Um, I do barn hunt and I have a dog with a Newfie water title. I have, and yes, a burner who swims. Um, barn hunt, scent work, obedience, rally, like I've, I've been to the Rally Nationals, like I've been to the, the Agility Invitational, I've been like, like a whole bunch of rings is my point, right? So this isn't just an agility podcast, this isn't just an obedience podcast, it's going to cover all kinds of stuff. So I'm going to draw examples from all over the place too, okay? So, it, you know, burners sometimes have a reputation of being couch potatoes, um, mine definitely are not. They can be, of course, um, but mine are working breeds and they like to be busy and I'm really appreciative that they like to try all kinds of different things. So this is me trying all kinds of different things. So if you want to read up on me and see who the heck is even talking right now, I have a bio on my website and that link is also in the show notes. And by the way, if you're not familiar with show notes on podcasts, like on Apple specifically, you can scroll down and the show notes will be underneath and you can read more or like go to links and actually click on things and follow things and all that. So whether it's this podcast or another one, just like helpful hint, like scroll. (laughs) All right. So let's see, what else should you know about me? All right. I'm very much have value a sense of humor. Like if you and I are friends, then you're funny (laughs) because funny is important to me. Um, And so I'm going to use my sense of humor often. I'm very, I can be very self-deprecating and I'll make up words. So that's, you're warned on that. I will probably swear at some point, which is why I just list this podcast as explicit so I don't get into trouble because when I get passionate and I get on a roll, like I say what is in my mind. Okay. Um, I'm also just passionate about this stuff, this like whole mental game, mental management, mindset coaching, performance coaching, whatever you want to call, call it. I'm just super into it. I'm always like I consider myself a lifelong student. I'm always learning. And the things that I pick up or the things that I try out um, at, at venues live in the ring, you know, I'll come back and report on it and teach you. OK, um, but I'm perform. I'm just passionate about all of it. Right. I love what I do. I love helping people. I love teaching. I love coaching. I love all of that stuff. And most of all, I love it when a handler comes back to me and they're like, 
you know that thing you told me to do? I did it and it worked and look and da 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 da. Like that, I freaking, I get goosebumps just thinking about it. I live for that moment. So um, that's what you can expect from this podcast. And in the meantime, um, please subscribe to this podcast. And if you have a chance, just like leave a review or just click on some stars. And yeah, you might need to listen to some more podcasts before you really make up your mind. Is this good? Is this terrible? Who's to know? Um, But little known fact, if you like podcasts just in general, and you listen to podcasts like driving to dog shows like I do, um, we all, those of us who are behind the mic, um, the algorithms, like the things that run the world now, <laughs> are really dependent on reviews and subscriptions. So that really helps us out. So whether it's me or some other great podcast that you listen to and love, do subscribe, do leave a review, even if it's just like stars or whatever. If you have time to write something, even better. So, but you know, algorithms run the world now. So that's why all of us podcasts are always begging for you to subscribe <laughs> and leave a review. So, um, also. Um, and if you want me to cover something, just hit me up either on email through the website or uh, DM me. Um, I'm on all the things, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And uh, I'd love to tackle a topic that is really bugging you right now. Um, I have tons of ideas. I'm excited to get started. And I hope that you're excited to go on this journey together. All right. Well, that is it for episode one. Be sure to kiss your dogs and have a great week.